The views and opinions expressed on the Untold History Revealed podcast are solely those of the individual stating them and are not necessarily those of the Untold History Revealed owners. Now sit back and grab a cup of coffee or tea as we discuss some moments in history that may have been untold or forgotten. Another episode of Untold History Revealed starts now. Hi, gang, and welcome to another episode of Untold History Revealed. I'm your host, Sean Donnelly. And I'm your co-host, Marianne Donnelly. Uh, just so you know who we are and what we do and why we're doing this, uh, we're the owners of Dark Shadow Ghost Tours and PanicD.com. And throughout the years, we've done a lot of uh, research on certain things for our other websites and a lot of it historical or forensic-related, paranormal, that kind of stuff. And we decided to put together this little uh, podcast to kind of talk about things uh, from history that we've researched and uh, kind of like document that stuff for ourselves and maybe future generations. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, but with this episode, we have something that's pretty interesting we just got done watching a uh documentary on the history channel yes that was the extra special i've been waiting for like yeah. what five days since it came out in the news yeah um they believe that uh they found what happened to amelia Earhart. there you go solved one of the nation's mysteries and they had some pretty compelling evidence yes it was it was quite interesting if you didn't see the documentary i'm sure they're going to play it again at i some hope point. so but uh we're going to talk about it here and some of our opinions and views about it and uh yeah it was uh quite interesting i have to admit that when the photo first came out in the news um this week because <laughs> that's actually when it came out was this week for us to you know it became popularized and, and well known that it was found and then they were going to have a documentary on it uh, i looked at that photograph and i'm like how can they tell it's such a you know yeah. far away shot there's like virtually nothing that would if i looked at that said oh my gosh there's amelia Earhart." Yeah. i would never in a million years have have picked that out well we'll talk about that here in a so little bit about that photograph then. yeah um, I didn't. I didn't we'll know a, what where this was going to go with the show, but we'll it, they did good. We'll post it up on our our blog site in case people haven't seen that, that mm -hmm. video. So let's talk about a couple things before we get into this. Um, first of all, I mentioned this is one of the unsolved mysteries of our nation. You know, I remember back when they didn't even know where the Titanic was. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. I Were do. I was alive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I remember them going. Oh my gosh, we found it. Yeah, no, they couldn't find it forever. Yeah. Um, Amelia Earhart came up missing. Mm -hmm. They don't know what happened to her. There, I can't think of other. Oh, Jimmy Hoffa, what happened to him? Uh, you know, mm -hmm. there's there's quite a few unsolved mysteries. Oh yeah. I guess if you live long enough, you'll find out what happened, or if you go upstairs, you'll find out all the secrets. Yes, maybe that's but, a possibility too. Um, but yeah, this this particular one. Um, do you want to give us a little bit of background since uh, that's kind of like your job to talk about history of places? Oh, is it now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. give us a little background about Amelia Earhart in case people out there don't know who she is and why it's such 
you know, big deal to us. To be honest, I'm right now. I'm I'm sad that not that I'm not sad all the time about not working and being in school, but I'm sad right now that I couldn't ask the kids if they knew who she was, because normally if there's something in the news. Um, I'll ask them. I'll bring it up. And my students now don't know who O.J. Simpson is, you know. And and I'm like, what? How could you not have watched the the chase? You know, everybody, you know, that is our generation, we all sat and watched that that chase. The kids don't know. And I'm very curious if they actually knew who Amelia Earhart was. Well, ask them when you get back. Because when I did a lesson with them earlier this year in my forensics class, they didn't know who Lindbergh was. Yeah. And, you know, if they didn't know who Lindbergh was, did they know Amelia Earhart? Are they as excited about this as I am Which right you, now? Do we want to tell them now what our idea is about the next... Go for it. Few fall ca- go podcasts? for it. Um, no, go ahead. I turned the mic over to you. <laughs> well, when this came out again, I, I was sitting there and I told you, I said, I think that we should... Uh, talk about it. You said, oh, I think we should talk about the Amelia Earhart thing. And I said, I think we should do aviation first or or first in flying. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's some stories that are controversial about some of the other flights. We should take it a step further and make it, you know, a little bit on the edge, as our podcast is. Yes. And talk about those first things in flight that are controversial or have mysteries surrounding them. Right. You know, like the Lindbergh case. And yes, the, absolutely. You know, there's controversy over the first flight with the Wright brothers and mm-hmm. stuff. So we're going to do kind of a little series here of podcasts and talk about those uh, different things which yeah. we have a lot of research so, on so, them, so we were we were planning on this particular are you as well versed with the Lindbergh case as you are with lizzie borden um not as pretty close but though. pretty close wouldn't yeah. take much no no yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh originally we were going to do the little overview type oh let's do all the different histories of all of these yeah, in the first flight. podcast and then we were going to start breaking them out but we were just so jazzed after watching the the documentary on Amelia Earhart. We're like, well, we got to do that one. First. We're gonna have to do so. that one before we do it. So this is a prequel. Yeah, and we're kind of <laughs> winging it here a little bit. We don't even have an outline for the show. So, um, and, and if you can tell, I'm a little bit extremely yeah. agitated right now. I gotta calm it down. Yeah, because we literally just <laughs> minutes ago, um, ten minutes ago, we finished watching that episode, uh, the documentary, and. And we're like, we, we just got to go do it now. Can we say the name? Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Say. It's actually, uh, it was called Amelia Earhart, The Lost Evidence. And it's on the History Channel. It was one of their uh, yeah. big, big stories. Um, so, and then we'll talk about that in a little bit. So let's do a little <laughs> bit of history about Amelia Earhart, like who she was. Why do we care? Why do we care about Amelia Earhart? Okay. okay. Well, Amelia Earhart was the woman of aviation. You know, she is the first woman who ever flew solo across the Atlantic Ocean. And she was the first person ever to fly solo from Hawaii to the U.S. mainland. And so this was this was big. I mean, she was she was so popular and she was a woman doing things that only a man can do. You know, yeah, this this is 19. These are the 1930s, which is really, you know, 25 years prior to that was the 
Wright Brothers' first yes. flight. Yes. So, and I think it was, know, what? I think it was it 10, 10 years, years prior to Lindbergh that. Lindbergh flew. Did. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh my goodness, they, they're all bam, 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 right together, well, but back, she's the woman doing well, this Okay, stuff. and this is what I was going to throw in there, too. Back then, from the Wright brothers to, like, World War One, aviation was a big thing in this country because of the Wright brothers and mm-hmm. the evolving. So it was like, you know, like, we go to air shows now and then kind of see that, but it, back then it was it was a big thing. I mean, oh, even... Absolutely. Barn, barnstormers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they had you know, the those, wing walkers. Oh, yeah, the and flying circuses and that, and that kind of thing. Yeah, so, aviation was popular. Uh, these these pilots, these famous pilots, uh, Earhart and Lindbergh, they, they actually won awards, you know, for certain things. Like, people would put up money for them, you know. Uh, Lindbergh, and we'll talk about him in his podcast, but he, he became famous for winning an award that somebody put up money and said, hey, you know, I'm going to pay you this if you fly across the Atlantic. Okay. Yes. I think well, it was $25,000. $25, yeah. And Back in that in day. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so that's that's another thing on top of it. You know, not that she, just she's a woman, but aviation was, you know, a big deal. Yeah. So. Well, on top of that, she tried to be the first to circumnavigate the globe. And. Um, first ever. Yeah, and that didn't quite quite work out as expected. So here's this, you know, hero to women, in and uh, she disappears. Her her and her navigator and her plane just disappear off the face of the earth, and no one and knew last, where she was. It was the last stages it was, of the flight. Yeah, I mean, she, she was almost done. Mostly around, and she was coming back to the United States. Yeah, she was almost done, and. Uh, and she um, just everything. She just disappeared. Now there were always thoughts that she either, you know, ran out of fuel and yeah. fell into the ocean, crash landed into the ocean. Well, that was the original thought. And then that she, I remember hearing that she also crash landed on an island, and she then lived out on the island the rest mm-hmm. of her days those days according to new potential evidence here is they were quite short yeah um so getting back to the original reports um and what we believed happened for years i mean um i always thought okay well they just lost it in the ocean something happened uh, navigation on planes back then were in its infancy right you know anything could have happened even if she had a navigator on board mm-hmm. um the navigation system was just based off of landmarks right and what you, you could know. see and according to all her transmissions it was quite cloud covered and it right. was difficult to see especially at night mm-hmm. I, I don't think if i was in that situation I don't think I would have flew at night, especially across the ocean, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm sure she had a time frame or something, but well, it's kind of yeah. risky, you know. True. A lot of things they did back then was risky, but to do that. But, you know, then again, she's almost finished. She's on yeah. the last leg of it, yeah. you know. And she had enough fuel, and then we're starting to dip into the, 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 uh, the show a little bit, but... She had had enough fuel to get to her next landing spot to fuel up plus. Right. So the plane that she was flying was a, a 
something Electra. I forget. Mm-hmm. Whatever. The Electra. But it was modified. Like right. all the seats and everything were taken out so that she could carry more fuel. There was only yes. two of them. On she board. did those modifications. Right. So I think they said that she could fly 4,400 miles or something like that on this plane. And so she did take precautions. Right. You know, she kind of like over, as she planned it out, her and her navigator, you know, right. they, if something would happen, right. they had somewhat of a contingency to, to yes. do it. But like I said, I think it's just the um, technology that they were dealing with, which kind of was their demise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like I said, we're kind of winging it here a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like going along with trying to, you know, basically bridge between the history part and, and actually what happened. So, um, and, and we didn't find out this part of it till like halfway through the, the documentary. But what they think happened was she was flying towards, so it, she was scheduled to go to Highland Island. Right. Uh, to land, to refuel, but she was off course. Right. They think that there were some uh, winds that were coming out of a direction that she hadn't expected, and with the cloud cover, right, she didn't realize that she was flying further so north she, than she thought. And, and she flew the wrong direction basically all night, so if well, you it put was, all that it was, together... It was sort of the right direction. It was just a little <coughs> bit north of right. where she wanted to go. It was the, it, She was still going, you know, east, but um, it was sort of northeast rather than straight east. Right. So, and these are, these these islands that she was looking for are tiny little islands in a big Pacific Ocean. Oh, so absolutely. when it comes time to where, you know, that island's supposed to be there, it's not there, okay, so they're trying to... Look figure around. out where they're at and that kind of thing and then she made the determination to turn around yeah she had a back. predetermined plan according to documents that were filed or or what have you and there was radio navigation she there was radio. would turn around and go back yeah. to one of the other islands um in the marshall island chain but not necessarily the marshall islands themselves because they were under japanese control but she was going to head back that way because she would be able to find that it was a long strip of islands she thought she would have no problem finding those so if she got down to four or five hours worth of fuel she was going to turn around and go back that way right and they believe that she turned around but when she turned around she thought she was heading one direction and what had happened was, is she wound up around the Marshall Islands. Right. Now, 1937, okay, this is pre-war, World right. War II. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Japan was not our friends then. No, they were not. Um, so the Marshall Islands was definitely a new fly zone. You know, you don't want to yeah. go in that area. And uh, I, you know, she just accidentally ended up there and she had to land because of fuel and that's pretty much what happened she she landed there and they believe now that she landed on millie yeah um which was under japanese occupation so to speak the whole area was yeah yeah and one thing led to another and we'll talk about that later but um yeah quite interesting document I mean, yeah, it was they, it was very compelling. 
I think they did a nice job with the with the documentary. The lead investigator or of of uh, within the doc, documentary. What was his name? Sean Henry? Yes. Yeah. He was contacted by Mr. Kinney, who found the photograph in the National Archives. That's another thing that I just want to sidetrack here for a second. I can't tell you how just shocked I am at the number of things that they have been finding in the National Archives within the last few years. Yeah. You know, just... How do you not have a catalog of what's in there? Well, there's a lot you know? of stuff there. When you get stuff, yeah. <laughs> how do you not say, "Okay, I got this," and mark it down? You know, well, I, I'm just amazed of, uh, of Lincoln and yes. his casket that they found. It, it's just amazing to me the things that they've been finding in there that they didn't know they had. Yeah. So he was contacted by Kenny. Yes. Basically, that he found. He found this, and he wanted him to look into it <clears> with him. Um, but I, I do have to give props to Sean Henry. I mean, that guy did an excellent job. He's a former uh, executive assistant director of the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, this guy knows what he was doing. I yeah, mean, I, I, I think. Yeah, I, I so. think he, I think he did well, and and I loved how he was explaining along the way. Yeah. This is why I think that they're telling the truth. This is why I'm thinking I'm not well, so sure was, about this. When he was interviewing those witnesses and stuff mm-hmm. and see how they're looking up like they're remembering yeah and i was sitting there going over there and you know, and, and like right before he would say stuff like that because i'm i teach forensic science so i teach the kids some of these techniques too mm-hmm. uh for interviewing witnesses and and suspects and and i'm like hitting you yeah. <laughs> and i'm like they look Uncle they're what? looking away they're Shut looking up. like they're thinking up? about it and then he would come yeah. on and he'd be like Oh, yeah. So they're looking away. Like, they're retelling it from the past. They're not making it up. They're thinking about a past experience. They're like, oh, my gosh. They're actually looking up to the left. Yeah. Um, But anyways, Kenny, what was his first name? Uh, I don't remember Mr. Kenny's name. Well, we know his last name was Kenny. Yes. Um, I want to say it's like Arthur or something, but I know that's not right. He um, worked for the Treasury Department. Yes. He retired from the Treasury Department. And since his retirement, for 10 years, <laughs> yeah. he was investigating the Amelia Earhart case. And, and I love, yeah. they showed his house. And as soon yeah, as they showed like his house, big, he's got like a big giant pictures of Amelia Earhart over his like mantles and stuff like that. It was more of an obsession. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I said, oh my gosh, he's like a slightly obsessed. So uh, Mr. Kenny made several trips to the National Archives looking up Yeah, he was actually stuff. doing research because yeah. he was very into the Amelia Earhart case, and he's like, I'm going to solve it. <laughs> right. In the back of his mind, he probably figured he wouldn't, but he was hopeful. So let's let's talk about this photo, because I think that's what really got Sean involved. Yeah, it got when, him involved. and, and it, When he heard about the photo. And it got everybody thinking about it. So I'm just going to give away the premise why we as Americans haven't heard about this till today, basically. <laughs> I mean, they let it out, would you hear, like a week ago yes. that this show was going to be on? And yes. it's going to, and we're like, man, are you serious? They've got new evidence and that kind of thing. And oh my gosh, and it's they on have the history this channel, video so already. It's, you know, um, but, it's a little more credible than, you know, yeah, some of the other some channels. Some of our other places but, that we research. You know. but, um, basically, here's what happened, okay? 
when she was captured, okay, the plane crashed, the Japanese captured her. They thought that her and her navigator were American spies. Yes. And they basically took them into custody and, you know. They didn't make it. They didn't make it. Okay. Um, which makes sense because this is leading up to World right. War II. Right. We're, we're just okay. coming up on the war. Now, our government knew about this. Yes. And the it way they knew about it. seems to be that true. Yeah. The way they knew about it was because we had code breakers mm-hmm. that were decoding transmissions made by the Japanese and knew what was going on. However, the first cover-up took place, I guess you would call it because of national security, because they didn't want Japan to know that we were able to decode their messages. Right. What I found interesting in the documentary was after the war was over. Yeah. 1944, right? Mm-hmm. We took over the island. We took over the island where they were held captive. And, and that was Saipan. Executed. Saipan. Um, there were two Marines. Was it Marines? I forget which branch of the military it was. That were ordered to go to a specific location on the island of Saipan and, and dig, dig up, up Amelia grave. Earhart. Well, they said dig up a grave. And they, I thought they said dig up this grave. It's Amelia Earhart. I may, may be mistaken. No, they said to dig up this grave. And he said, well, why? Why are we doing this? Have you ever heard of Amelia Earhart? Okay. Yes, okay. you're right. That's and how they And they found bones mm-hmm. and brought them back to the United and States. And those, those two men <clears throat> never saw those again. They gave it to their their commanding officer or their person in charge of them. Right. They never saw them again, and the government denies that that ever happened. Right. So this was all put into naval intelligence and so on and so forth and marked as secret that, you know, us as American people can't hear the truth, whatever. But I, I could see, number one, the cover-up. So Japan doesn't know that we're... Right. The, okay. I cannot see it after the war. <clears throat> well, I was thinking about this. Okay. Okay. We're talking FDR. Okay. World War Two's over. Soldiers are coming back. The country's celebrating. So on and so forth. If they would have told Americans then that they knew what happened to Amelia Earhart and we did nothing about it, could you imagine what would have happened? But see, I look at it the other way and say, we should. They I'm not saying that it's right. Right. But what I'm saying is. But I'm thinking they should have gone out. They said, oh, look, we took over this island. We found this information out from the locals. We went, we dug up the grave. Sure enough, it is, you know, and we're bringing her home. Yeah, but one they thing didn't do that either. Another, it would have came out that they knew that they were there. It, one thing would have led to another. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not justifying it. It's still right. a cover-up. I'm, right. I'm still surprised that they, they did cover right. it up that way. All right, so let's, t- let's, let's make a circle and come back to this photo. Okay. Because that's what set this up. Okay. So, um, Kenny, right? I should really write these names Mr. Down. Kenny Mr. Kenny is researching all this stuff about Amelia Earhart. He finds an index to... Um, something that got declassified from the naval intelligence that said there's a 170-page document talking about Amelia Earhart, 
Okay, so he goes looking for that 170-page document, and it's nowhere to be found. All these records around that time are gone. Right. Probably destroyed. Yes. I would assume. Um, even though they're declassified, they're gone. Yes, they're just however, MIA. However, this photograph, and, and I keep happens referring to, be... to it, we need to get that posted on our, our yeah. website. Well, it just Where's happens to be at? in with some other declassified military it was misfiled yes military uh pictures of the islands right um so before you know okay after pearl harbor and american joined world war ii and all that stuff like that they took pictures of marshall islands and all that other stuff because we're going back at them and you know the war is moving that direction towards japan um, so they needed military photos and so on and so forth. So there was this photo. It was just marked Marshall Islands, um, what Jalut Island. It has a atoll. Yeah, the atoll. Yeah, it has um, O and I, which is the, the oh. Navy intelligence office of naval intelligence, and it's numbered. Okay, right. so they just thought, okay, this is just a regular photo, whatever. Right, they didn't pay attention. Right, they didn't pay attention. It. it doesn't. It's not marked in any way, saying anything about Amelia Earhart. Nothing mm-hmm. on there, right. which is good because what they said in the documentary, if it was, this photo would have never. It would have probably vanished along with those and, other documents. And and what I found interesting was back in the sixties. Actually, yeah, back in the sixties, some of the stuff was coming out. You know, yes, there was a lady that 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 was writing letters that hey, I heard the transmission from. Amelia Hurt, she's on this island, whatever, and she kept writing letters to people nobody, about that. And nobody Nobody's paying attention to her. to her. She was she got it on shortwave. She, she was a, a nurse. nurse. Yeah. Um and then there's other like witnesses and saying, Yeah, we saw all this stuff and, we and saw nobody's the, doing anything. We saw the, the the woman pilot. Yeah. And nobody's doing anything. But this picture, um, Mr Kenny, Kenny found this picture just by a fluke. Right. And in that photograph, this is the photograph that you were talking about that they put out. Yes. It was like, how can you tell that that's Amelia Earhart sitting on the dock and her navigator, which they said his name several Noonan. times, Noonan, is mm-hmm. standing there? Well, during the documentary, they took this photograph to two criminal investigators, one who verified that the document was not, or the photo is not... Altered. Altered in any way, which was cool. Yes. You know, because that proves that nobody faked the photograph. Right, they didn't add her or Noonan to the photograph. Then they took it to another specialist who, number one, overlaid Noonan's face to this, to the guy standing there. Yes. And, And these are islands, by the way, that... There are no white. Yeah, they've never seen folk. white people, and if they have, they were old missionaries that people like forgot about it and been there for years, and probably got tans and stuff and yeah. look like they've. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, All of the witnesses kept saying the white, yeah, the white strange. woman and white man. <laughs> like, we got white people here. Something's weird. Right. And then there, and then they took photos of Amelia Earhart. Her, if you haven't seen the photograph, she is 
with It'll her be back up on our webpage with her back something. facing the camera. So it's not a frontal photograph of her and then her head is turned slightly to the right. Yeah. Now, if you look to the right of the photo, you see a ship in the background. And if you look real close, you could tell that it's towing something. And they believe well, they did more studies on this photograph and they figured out that what it's towing is something that is looks the like length. an airplane that is the length of what her she airplane flew. would have been. Mm-hmm. And it appears that she's sitting there looking back at the airplane, mm-hmm. which is, I, I can't believe it was just like an act of something that this guy found this photo. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. But the photograph is a genuine photograph. It was not altered. And uh, <coughs> it does appear that there are a few things in there. They're the only t- two people that are considered white in the picture. Although, if if I'm looking at that, she's the only one that looks white. Even Noonan does not yeah, look white. Yeah, he looks a little bit. He looks quite tanned. Tanned. But um, interesting. And that sparked off this whole right. investigation. So... Some interesting facts that we need to point out is they found this photograph. Kenny found it. Yeah. They. Yeah. He found this photograph like five years ago. Right. 2012. Yeah. And I don't know when they started the uh, filming this documentary, but prior to that, they had to do some research and things like that. So it could probably took about five years. Okay. Well. As far as the... Where I'd they say probably that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so. they did tra- do some traveling and some excavations of some locations. And but it's quite interesting. What you just pointed out was that um, the date. Yeah. For the dates, she actually went missing on July second. Right. And this came out. When was it on the Today Show? I want to say like five days ago. Today's the ninth, so we're looking at just before the Fourth of July, which is right around that time so i wonder if maybe it actually came out on the second and i'm just not thinking it far enough back that could be and then they didn't well they probably waited to release this documentary because of the holiday and that kind of stuff right and and it's interesting anniversary on the yeah wow so 37 to 17 80 years 80 years wow 80 years to solve that mystery We'll talk about that in the end. Do you believe it's time for a break already? Already? Already. We are half hour in We this. hardly talked about anything. Just the, just one piece of evidence. All right. Well, we got to take a short break and then... Then there's we'll more back. evidence to come. Yes. We'll be back in just a second. calendars close your doors and turn off all the lights as twice a month bte radio brings you a new episode of the haunted spotlight sean and marianne donnelly of dark shadow ghost tours dig deep into the archives of the panic d database and take you inside a different location with each new episode learn the rich history and hear the paranormal claims of some of the most infamous and unsuspecting locations from around the country Ever wonder what roams the property or lurks behind those closed doors? Curious about the true history of that creepy house that sits down the street? 
Want to know what evidence a paranormal investigation group may have captured? Then find out every other Sunday and tune in to BTE Radio for another chilling episode of The Haunted Spotlight, if you dare. <laughs> All right, we are back. I just love that commercial. Eric did a great job. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, all right, so anyways, it, I, I didn't ask you this yet, but uh, based on that documentary, wh- what do you think? Do you think they nailed it? Do they think they solved the mystery? What's your opinion? And then I'll tell you mine, whether you care or not, because you didn't ask me. But go ahead. I, I am 95% sure that, yes, they they have figured it out. I would be a hundred percent sure if they didn't lose the bone fragments, and yeah. I we'll, we'll mention those in, in a little bit. But if if they didn't lose those bone fragments, and they we could, could do DNA, DNA testing on them, I agree with you. I would be a hundred percent. I think they nailed it. I mean, that picture is just so convincing when they show it on the computer. The you know all the all the witnesses and the videos that they saw and everything i mean you you yeah. can go over some of the yeah absolutely that they talked about but i'm just like every time they were saying something like are you kidding me anytime are you serious are you serious in science <clears throat> we go by the 95 percent confidence interval <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah i guess you're and right if so, you say 100 percent then are like well here's why you know, but, yeah but but we always try to go by 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 the 95 percent confidence interval too because you know you could have some leniency on either side of your your answer and and that's pretty much where i sit um but you're right that all the all those witnesses that that had all those statements my problem with the witnesses is some of them were descendants my grandma told me my mother told me my uncle told me whatever and so that's well, that was 80 hand. years ago. It was 80 <sighs> yeah, it's 80 years ago. The, there are still some live witnesses well, the, yeah, and that again, that's 80 years was, ago that they have to remember. 12. Yeah, yeah, and that guy. Um, <clears throat> that's 80 years ago. The theories, if, if you go with forensic science, within four hours, you want to have that witness interviewed within four hours. And you want to you wanna talk to them after 4 p.m. So it's like, I think they call it the rule of fours, um, is because after 4 p.m., They've had like the long day and they're more willing to be truthful to your questions. And within four hours, because you, you start to forget kind things. Of stuff after we get home hmm. from work. <laughs> wow. No, but, um, but, but, you know, those types of things. I, I'm curious if, you know, Sean uh, actually went ahead and, uh, and talked to these witnesses after four, being the. FBI guy, he should know that, right? You know. Oh, but anyway, uh, but eighty years is a long time for them to remember some things, some details. Yeah. Uh, even that one gentleman, he couldn't remember the color of the plane that he saw. Well, but he, he was being truthful, right? Yeah. Know. But at the same time, he said, "But have you seen pictures of Amelia Earhart's plane? Is that the same plane you saw?" And he says, "Yeah." So he doesn't remember what color it was, but he knows it's that one. <laughs> so that kind of. That's that's one of the little shaky pieces for me. But again, he it's eighty years ago. These people are old. You know, yeah. I mean they're So you're they're talking 90... now that this is not possible. No, I <laughs> I'm just saying Let's that there are the some little pieces that, you know <clears throat> Well we titled this Did They Find Her? So 
talk about some of the evidence that they, they, they had. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So, um, obviously, we've been talking about some of the witnesses. Yes. And, and there are witnesses who said they saw her. Um, they saw from the, the plane. They, these are yes, natives from these the are natives from the islands who said that they saw the plane come down. Or, well, their their relative saw the plane come down. They saw it was two white people, one woman and one man. That's what was on the, the faded plane, right? It was Amelia Earhart and Fred Noonan, her, her navigator, white woman, white man. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they even came out with like, commemorative stamps on those islands that show that. Um, the uh there was a woman who said that she went to take uh i think she was 12 years old she went to take food to her sister's husband i think it was um at the base and she saw um the military base and she saw this white woman who she thought was a man because she this woman was wearing pants yeah, and which she is strange and for short a woman. yeah and her hair cut um, it was not womanly, um, but she heard the all the military folk talking about the white woman, the woman pilot, the woman flyer, and uh, so she she remembers that specifically. Um, the other woman who her uh, aunt, I think it great was aunt. great aunt. Um, her great aunt used to do the laundrying yeah, for yeah. for that military institution where supposedly she was held, held captive. And she remembers seeing a woman who was tall and thin and had a short haircut and wore pants and a jacket like a man. She dressed like a man. And had gentle eyes. But had gentle eyes. Yeah. And that she was there and she was looking sickly. So you have that another another description of Amelia Earhart. Uh, these people didn't know her. They, if you saw where this was, they're still very in the past as far as technologies and things. I mean, they're not backwoods folk, but at the same time, they're not of the technology that we have. They had no reason to know her back then, to know who it was that they were looking at. And all of these people were told that they weren't allowed to talk about her, that they weren't allowed to say anything. They didn't see anything. You didn't see anything, did you? No. Right. And and it was very secretive, and they weren't allowed to talk about it. Uh, all of those things, you know, those are those are first and second hand statements about what witnesses actually saw and and what reason do they have to make it up today with the way technology is and things like that they might have a little bit more reason to make it up but back 80 years ago why why they wouldn't have known these people you know oh there's a woman that came by flying here and this yeah. came out July 5th. This was a, a military thing that was classified, and then it was declassified. It was declassified. declassified. Mm-hmm. But uh, this came out July 5th, 1937, which would have been three days after she went missing. Mm-hmm. 
from Tokyo to Washington that basically said something about it's believed that she's down in the vicinity of Marshall Islands mm-hmm. and I know that I'm, I'm paraphrasing by the way it's not this correct wording but um, basically we know that you're searching for we'll search around the Marshall Islands you're just not allowed to come close to them with any of your merchant vessels or or how they word it merchant or fighting vessels which are searching for Miss Earhart Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's basically confirming yes, because, it's there, again, but the, you can't search there. We'll search for we'll, you. We'll, we'll search and let you know. <laughs> yeah. We'll let you know. Um, and there was another one that they, uh, I don't have the actual wording, again, because I don't have the document in front of me. Um, hopefully they will make those more available now that the documentary is out um, but literally talking about um, women who um, were the nurse who said I heard her communications two days after her disappearance. Yeah, she wrote letters to everybody um, over and over and the, like why is nobody doing anything about this? Right. She said where she was. Yeah. You know, so. um, that they they had um, oh I forget what I was going to say. Um, yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that, but that's okay. Because uh, I got stuck on the, the nurse now, and I'm thinking <laughs> about it. They actually did test communications um, using yeah. a radio like she would have had on her um, plane. And they tried to do radio communications to see if from that spot where she supposedly went down if she could be heard back in the United States where this nurse may have heard her. And they did do trials. Um, They were able to get some communication back to them. It was too garbled for them to understand, but they know that they were getting transmissions, so there's a possibility that their transmission got out and that hers would have made it to the U.S. mainland. At that time of day. At that time of day, right. So there was that. Well, talk about that teacher and, and who was also investigating and kind of found the island and. And that's an, that's another thing. That Those thing. teachers tend to uh, to get into these they things. Got crazy hobbies. They do. You know, <laughs> the t- there was a teacher that that solved the zodiac puzzle. You know, his cipher. Mm-hmm. Here's a here's another teacher who f- goes out finds where he thinks that she would have gone down. He goes down there. He digs around. Expeditions to all these islands. He, he, he goes on all these different islands. He does some archaeological expedition type material. You know, he, di- he does some digs. He finds some pieces of an old plane. Well, first, and this is what I found to be interesting. These islands where she went down are, we're talking desolate islands oh, there's, yeah. there's nothing like there. nothing there. i don't even think there's animals there to be honest with you. <laughs> we didn't see any in any of the video and he comes across an island that had those iron wheels yes just like in the middle of nowhere right and it's like what are these doing here and that kind of like okay maybe this is the little island where we should look more that's when they right. started digging and they found pieces of right aircraft. but he did say but he did say that they did go to the other islands because the this island chain was involved in the war Mm -hmm. and so there were other crashes and things like that and they wanted to he wanted 
as well as the people who eventually did the documentary, wanted to prove that these were from Amelia Earhart's plane. Right. They were not just Military some plane. other plane that went down in the war. And so he did go, he said, to the other surrounding islands um, around the one that he found these metals on. And he said he didn't find any pieces of plane on any of the other islands surrounding and this they did, island. And they did search the military records that there is no record of Within five miles yeah. of that island location. That island. But uh, that was kind of interesting, too. And then they tested that metal those right. little fragments that they found, and they definitely said it came from an aircraft. They couldn't say it was her aircraft, but it came from an aircraft. So, right. you know, there it's like, okay, I'm sold. You know, just that was like number five where I was sold on it. But, yeah. Um, but know. the wheels, they think, were because they needed to move her plane from the ocean side of the uh, uh, island to a more shallow. Yeah, to side, the lagoon, the where lagoon they can side, get in there with a with, with that a barge ship. to pick it up and take it away, and so they think that they put that under the front two the those wheel pieces that they found. There were three of them, and they think that they were under the front two wheels and the tail, and those were the three pieces of that type of plane that would be touching the ground when it was stopped. Right, and so that's what they think that they were used for was to cart to help them pull uh, that plane to the other side of the island. So there was that. Um, and I know that when they were doing that vid- that segment on the metal, uh, when they did the, the test, they did multiple tests on that metal. They went to and they found a plane that was of the same era, not the same model, but the same era, uh, the same type. Um, and it, its shape fit into a piece of the plane that would have scraped along the ground that could have come off. Yes. Um, they did a chemical test where they shot something at it, um, and, and they got the chemical composition. Uh, I think they said it was 95% aluminum, which is what they were making the plane from. Uh, and they did another chemical test where they were, they took a chunk of it and they dissolved it and they decided what the chemical components were and that particular piece um they said we're just going to take a tiny piece of this yeah they chopped and off i'm it. like oh my gosh they <laughs> took like an inch you yeah. know so they they did a pretty substantial chemical test on that where they dissolved a piece Which of that plane guy was like, i know i would be <clears throat> i would i would definitely be able to like, no I'm that's kidding. my artifact <laughs> so um. Yeah. So. Okay. So let's talk about the the five percent. <laughs> the five percent out of your hundred percent. The bones. Okay. Let's talk about the bones. All right. Um. Because when that came on, I'm like, here we go. Yeah. Dun dun dun. They're gonna nail it. Uh, yeah. Definitively, but. All right. Not so lucky. So. Yeah, and and along the way, I'm going. Oh, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it that way. I wouldn't do it that way. But um, they did have um, the knowledge that there were these two U.S. military men who said they went and dug up these graves. Right, he found that in the national. Archives. And and yeah. then they went and in the '60s they went back there. Uh, there was a, a woman who was a witness that said that she saw 
Um, she witnessed a white man. She witnessed a white man have his head cut off. Right, decapitated. That he was decapitated, and then they pushed him into a shallow grave. Mm-hmm. That ties two two things together for me. Um, the story about the bones, which we're going to get to, and then there was another article that there was a woman who is still alive who said that she the the woman who took the sandwiches to her sister's husband on the base yes that okay. saw the woman yes she there was a news article that was done in the 60s saying that she said she saw Amelia Earhart executed yes and I, when that other woman when the bones part came on and they said she this this girl took them to the site where she saw this happen and he was beheaded i'm like oh my gosh she got mixed they up. got him mixed up that that per, that newspaper person may have heard both stories intertwine them not understanding because the old lady that's still alive well she was said when they interviewed her well yeah we don't know when they interviewed her but um she said, I never said that. I never saw her executed. Right. She only witnessed it was. So I'm too wondering Caucasian. if they twisted two stories together in that newspaper article. And, and it's really this other person who saw this beheading. Yeah. It could have been. And so that's 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 the, my one piece there. <laughs> the second piece is that, of course, they went and had dug them up in the 40s. In 1944, mm-hmm. the two military men dug them up. In the 60s, this woman took them to the site where she saw this beheading and this pushing into the shallow grave. In the 60s, they went ahead and they re-dug that area, and they came up with a hundred and some bone fragments 180 yeah they took these bone fragments they took them back to ohio state for testing before dna times you know back in the 60s we really didn't do that stuff right so they took them back they did testing they did determine that it was from a female not a male as this girl had thought but again this this girl saw a person in pants and short hair and it, you know, everybody else thought that this woman was a man. So why would this little girl not? True. Um, so it turned out to be a female, a Caucasian, and she was 40. 40 years old. And according to records, when she went, when Amelia Earhart went missing, she was 39. 39. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's that. Now Why I'm would going to be a 39 year old white, white female, female on that island, which that island was basically in the, the middle of nowhere. Uh, well, it was a military prison for Japan. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but those bones came up missing. That they're gone. that they did. That they did. The bones from the, the they don't know where they are. The bones from the military guys and those bones gone. Yes, all of the they're bones sitting on the shelf with missing. JFK's brain. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, those bones are not... No, no, I'm going to tell you this. Somewhere in this country is a warehouse that I would love to get to. (laughs) All of these missing things are there. They're they're held by our government. (laughs) They're under lock and key. And I hope the government is listening to... Oh, wait, who just pulled up? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) 
the men in black are here. But, you know, it's, those, it's cover up. They those it up again. bones From are I, the ones that are, were at Ohio State being tested. They are either still at Ohio State and they're la- they're labeled somewhere in a box of unknown, and they just don't know what they or have. Got fired and or out the their person, home. I would take them home. Yeah, or the the person who actually brought them to Ohio State to took have them, them tested took them back, and they're somewhere where they were. Now I don't know who who actually was that person. So those are those are things that I would like to do some research on and find out well, they who said are these during people. During the documentary, if they had those bones, because oh, now they went back. Yes. Okay, so yes. So Sean and and Kenny. Actually, I thought it was cool that they took Mr. Kenny and they, they took did. the teacher and all. Yeah, they took them like all. Like a team. I, that was awesome. And they went back and they tried to. They actually found that location again. And how did it they know that they were in that exact spot? Because the ground was was disturbed. Okay, so a couple things. They 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 saw they found. Um, a Coke bottle. The Coke bottle that was in the photograph from the 1960s. They found a Coke bottle right where they thought that this was going to be. They found an old, you know, old, dirty Coke bottle. Coke bottle. Um, so they knew they were in the right area. They found a the base of a crematorium, which mm-hmm. was supposed to be right by that location when all the documentation for the 40s and the 60s, you know, where they mentioned where these graves were that they were digging. And um, the 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 change in the texture of the ground. Yeah, so when I true. did grave digging, uh, I have a little background. I didn't just go dig up graves for the heck of it. I actually worked on an archaeological I checked, dig. Folks. <laughs> she was she was doing. It I was legit. College, so. I was legit. Um, one of the first things that we learned was how to identify if the ground has been disturbed, and. Uh, so once you, once you dig up the ground, it is never going to go back the same again. If you think about it, you, you dug that out, you've introduced space and air into that mixture. Now the ground around it is solid and hard. And when you put that back down in there, no matter how much you push and shove it, it's always going to be showing signs of disturbance. And, uh, I was surprised. Well, what they were doing is they were trying to find more bone fragments because right. they wanted to do testing. There's actually living descendants. I think it's a, a, a niece. great great niece yes. of Amelia Earhart that is alive that they could have done DNA testing. Yes, and if they would, that would have came back, bam, match. Yes, you know. But I think there's just so much other stuff that it just has to. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, well. Let me let okay, me just talk sorry. about that that dig part for one minute more. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. You're <laughs> so right. excited about yeah. This stuff. So so when we did it, when I did my grave digging, we would do a process called schnitting, which you would schnitting schnitting. Yes, you would actually take and you would flatten out that the top surface of the soil as as flat as you could possibly make it and then you we would spray it with little little mist of water and that would allow those areas of the graves to pop because it would show where it was dug out more efficiently and then we would mark them and all that i noticed that when they did it they did not 
really schnit that area very much. There were like lumps of dirt everywhere. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and I didn't see them wet anything. I saw no water sources at all let, there. Let me just clarify, because I don't know if you said it before. You keep saying when I went grave digging. Okay. It was an actual archaeological dig, moving yes. grave. Yes. It wasn't like, hey, we need something to do this, this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I, I did. Aunt Martha. Yes. You know, no, I moved an entire 18, cemetery from 18. It was a cemetery that was from 1804-ish. Yeah, okay. so they era. relocated the cemetery. And we relocated you were part it. Of the archaeology yes. team that did it. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to clarify that <laughs> a little bit. You know, people don't know us that's listening to this. The, going, oh, yeah, we'll, she's we'll, a creepy we'll, one. Yeah, okay. so that that was interesting. And then also like they um they did some some moving. They took it off the shrubbery and then they went in with um not metal detector, but um that would sh- a, a detector that would show a difference if there's any anomalies in the ground. I forget what they call that piece of equipment. We didn't use that when I did my grave digging, um, but we we took off it's the like, top three like feet. Like we sonar. took off the top three feet, and then we would schnit, and then we would just find work our way down to the level of, of the burials. They actually took off the top two feet of burden, um, the all the shrubbery, and then two feet down because they saw anomalies at two feet. I was freaking out when they did this because they dug this area before. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when yeah, you dig that area, that. <laughs> I can't believe they're doing it. I can't believe they're doing it. When you dig that area, when I did my grave digging, we would dig out the area. We would find all the, uh, as much of the bone as we could. And then all of the extra dirt around it from above it, and around it and down uh, about six inches, we would take all of that and then we would sift it. They sifted it. We would sift it with water and make sure all the dirt came off of everything. And I can't tell you how many teeth I found in my um, sifting that we did not notice were teeth when we were going through just the dry dirt. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. And also they had pulled this stuff out before. It could have been. It could up. have now been in that oh, top man, two feet of overburden, and if they would have just did uh, to me, if but they the would have just is, though, sifted and know, did a little bit more of that, advocate, we don't do see it, everything. Right? You don't do it to me. I mean, you do do this to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see the whole thing. I mean, they did right. cut it down. I yeah. mean, they could have. Did they that. could we have just done didn't it. See that. They could have done it. You know, the editor said, "Man, this is boring. I don't know what they're doing here. I'm just going to cut this out." You know, they didn't know that there's this, you know, forensics teacher from Ohio that's just going to (laughs) go freaking crazy because they didn't do it right. Yeah, but to me, (laughs) I if they did that, they could have found another one of those bone fragments, and then we would have that definitive answer right now. You know, I'm just worried and concerned that they lost that. Oh, I do too. Absolutely. I'm just worried and concerned that they lost that one ability because they lost that one bone fragment to definitively answer it for all time. Okay. Period. Well, guess what? What? We're almost done. We're out of time already? We're we're almost out of time. Oh, my gosh. Do you have anything else you want to... I guess not. <laughs> no, I, I do think that they did a really great job. Um, they had a lot of evidence. Yeah. It was compelling evidence. And I honestly do believe that, yes, she did crash land, not into the middle of the ocean, but onto an island, that she did make some transmissions. They were transmissions that were received. The they were looking for her. Um, and that she died there. 
whether or not she was executed, you know, um, beheaded, whatever. Well, she had to because the military ordered those two guys to go right. dig those bodies up. Yeah, and those are the pieces. The, the, those know. are the pieces of that ninety-five percent that I'm, well, I'm just not there. But I do I believe she, she died there. I wish she would have known, or I wish she would have found. You know, orders or something, you know, but that whole 170 page document, missing. whatever, missing. Yeah. You know, we'll never know exactly 100%, but they come real close, man. With yes. this one, they yes. come really close. And that's my opinion. I think they solved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I've never, you know, I've heard other theories. There's different things. This is the closest one I've, I've well, seen. I haven't read it. I actually watched the show, but, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, when I saw the picture the first time, I'm like, are you serious? This old grainy picture from, like, really far away with the people not even looking in this direction. But But all of the other evidence that they uncovered along the way, it's it's compelling stuff. Yeah. So uh, if you didn't get a chance to see that documentary, uh, try to try to find it, or I don't know what the History Channel is going to do here. We're actually trying to purchase it. Yeah, and they said that they're, if you click on shop, yeah, <laughs> it says there'll be a new store coming soon. And I'm like, what? Coming soon? I want it now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you get a chance to watch that. Or just based on what we told you from our observation, if you have any comments or suggestions or your thoughts, theories, whatever, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can get a hold of us by going to our blog website, blog site, website, whatever you want to call it. It's actually uh, untoldhistoryrevealed.blogspot.com. And if you scroll down on the right-hand side, there's a form there that you can fill out and send us an email. And I did check before this show. We haven't got any more correspondence yeah yeah <laughs> even if you like the shows or don't like the show or think we're being idiots whatever send us something we want to hear from you i mean just so that we know. we know people are downloading this we're over twelve thousand downloads so um and i i i see if you're having a hard time if you're just listening to it on a phone or whatever but untold history revealed dot blogspot dot com uh, we'll take you to that form, and we'll post those. Uh, well, that one main picture, but uh, maybe we'll post this other one of this. Yeah, the History Channel does have some stuff you. on their yeah. website too for we'll the show, to them. We'll, so we can link yeah, to that. We're not going to copyright infringement. We'll we'll link to them. But, All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. So, till next time. Thanks for listening. listening to Untold History Re-